one little nugget of news for you. The FDA has uh, finished a level three trial of a postpartum depression drug that is showing great promise. And if you've ever had a family member go through this, I mean, this is supposed to be one of the most joyous times in your life. You've had a baby uh, and all the joy that that can bring. And then your, your brain chemistry uh, begins to work against you. So the new drug is called Zoranolone. It's a daily pill given over the course of two weeks. It has been granted a priority review. We should have a decision on this, and the FDA will make a final decision on whether to approve it uh, probably within a week or two. August 5th, I think, is the deadline. But in this study, uh, they showed significant improvements in depressive symptoms, according to this study that was released in the American Journal of Psychology. So uh, if you've got a loved one that uh, has been dealing with this, uh, that could bring some good news. Uh, we uh, are delighted to be up here, a courtesy of our good friends at Shupan. Tom Emmerich, the Chief Operating Officer for Shupan and President of Shupan Recycling, joining me live this afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks. You, you don't have to worry about depression of any kind here in the Boyne Village, do you? Uh, no. The only stressor I have is um, we're back to defend our championship from last year. So um, yeah, I'm excited to be up here for the tournament champions. And um, and happy to have a target on your back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and if I can give a shameless plug for my, my team members, John Meekoff's our pro, um, Scott Schlesinger from MSU, Chuck Rad from Willie, uh, uh, Woody's Oasis, Brian uh, Hoke, and myself. We, uh, we were fortunate enough to pull off a big victory last year, and uh, shockingly, I should, I should add, but our pro is really, really good. I, you know, and it... it you, it, for anyone that has not played in a program like this, it's a fun thing to sign up for, and especially if it's if, if it's a program that will benefit charity, it's even better. But what you learn from playing with a pro, especially, I mean, I don't know about you, but we, we, our pro is Brian Cairns, who, of mm-hmm. course, is our host on Spin on Golf here on yep. WJR. How to read a green, how to read the topography around the green. And it could be a lake that's, as, you know, a mile away, but it will still influence the role on the green, and you learn a heck of a lot. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. There's such a difference between people that really know how to play and hacks like myself and my, the rest of my teammates, and probably you, too. Yeah, I think you're a better golfer well, than, than, than uh, maybe no, you've, most you've, of us give credit for. You, you've seen I putt a little bit differently than the rest <laughs> oh, that, of the human race. Well, putting is just, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, so in, in terms of your recycling business, um, you know, we used to lead the nation here in the state of Michigan with the rate of recycling that we did when it comes to the pop bottles and the beer bottles and things like that, whether they're plastic or glass. How are we doing? Because I've seen reports suggesting that the pandemic disrupted that and that we're not the recyclers we used to be. Yeah, you know, recyclers, Michigan's actually improved a little bit in overall recycling. We're, we're referencing mostly bottle deposit container recycling. So when we were number one in the nation, uh, we would redeem about 90-plus percent of all of our deposit containers in the state of Michigan. Since the pandemic, and for a number of reasons, and again, I'm not, you know, we were shut down for 12 weeks. We're the only state in the country that shut completely down for 12 weeks. Uh, I don't blame anybody in particular for that. It just is what it is, and there are some unintended consequences, and I think some behavior change. So now we've dropped to 75 percent, and we're working really, really hard with our customers, in particular the distributors, 
um, and the retailers to try to get the get the rate back up to where it should be. Where, where is it going? Get. Where are those bottles and, and, and cans going well, if I, they're not being recycled? Yeah, well, well, my some are are ending up at curbside pro, at, the, at the curbside, so there is some recycling still going on with those containers that aren't coming back through the system. Right. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of them are just being landfilled. People just have changed their behavior. They don't. Uh, uh, and a dime of can isn't going to compel them, huh? I I um I still think that, that a dime is enough of an incentive but yeah there's just so many things have changed um i would uh i would um argue that uh people have just got a little complacent um their yeah. behavior changed because it became easy to not take the containers back but let me also throw in there even at 75 percent return rate it's still a very very good number and overall the michigan deposit system is the most effective and efficient and, and cost effective program in the country and it's that way because Distributors, retailers, recyclers have worked very, very hard over the years to streamline the process, improve efficiencies, and make this really uh, economically one of the best pro- it, the best program is uh, in the country as a deposit state. But when your feed stock uh, drops as dramatically as it has since the pandemic, what does that do to business and and to your uh, contractors that you work with who who? Turn it into other goods. Yeah, that, that's a that's a great question because that's a, that's the part that people don't think much about. But Chupan is a very very large supplier to the aluminum industry, and we're one of the, if not the large, we are the largest aluminum beverage can uh, supplier in in the country to the major mills. And and when Michigan drops fifteen percent in volume, the mills. The people that buy that and actually melt the can and turn it back into new can stock eventually, uh, they need that material. It's the cleanest material that they can buy. It's the most efficient. It reduces carbon footprints more than any other any Well, other it is also the cheapest because, it's, I mean, aluminum, unless I'm mistaken, we still have tariffs on aluminum coming in from Canada, which used to be one of our biggest sources, and yeah, that, it's gotten pretty yeah. costly. Yes, it's it's... Um, well, yeah, that, 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 that's a little deeper subject. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm getting into the weeds. Um, I've, I've been ner- known and, to nerd out that and, way. And, My well, apologies. And, yeah, and, and, and I don't want to show, uh, demonstrate to your listeners how much I don't know. Um, but you are correct. That there's still a, 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 a 10% or 10 cent tariff or something like that on aluminum products coming to the U.S. And that was um, well, it was as high as 25% it, it, on some things. Uh, uh, and I've, I've, I've heard from guys that make aluminum wheels, and it, it's driving them crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So other than other than that, um, do you, you know, there's been talk that we may need an increase in the deposit. I've heard that from some that are, are maybe more aggressive environmentalists saying that that's something that we need to do. Do you think you, you, you understand this market and you understand mm-hmm. consumers as well as anybody? Do you think that they tolerate a 15-cent deposit, 20-cent deposit? Um, no, <laughs> I don't think they will. Um, will. Look, here, here's the thing. It's, I'm not saying it's a horrible idea. I don't know that it will move the needle all that much. If you look at the state of Oregon, they increased from a, from a, a nickel to a dime like three years ago. They were at 75 80, 75%. They, as soon as they went to a dime, their rate shot up to 90%. Now they lead the, lead the nation in about uh, deposit container recycling uh, as a percentage of what, of what gets uh, sold and redeemed. So I think the dime is still enough. The other thing that folks don't think about too much is that any change to the deposit law requires a three-quarters percent vote in the legislature. 
um, here in Michigan. Really? Yeah. It's a super majority? Yes. And because uh, it went to the ballot and passed uh, through the ballot. It was a ballot initiative. It was a referendum, yeah. Yeah. So they, um, so to make any changes, it's, it's not an easy chore. And, um, that, that's a pretty drastic, uh, approach. Um, so I, I yeah. I think it would be very hard to get that one through. And so, so just for the record, I didn't bring up all of these frustrating tr- topics just to try to knock you off your game. Uh, yeah, for, I know exactly what you're doing. That, it, it, that wasn't my ulterior motive by any stretch of the imagination. Even though Jeff Marcer over there, who's uh, also one of your competitors, looks kind of pleased that I did that. <laughs> uh, Tom, thanks so much. Have a great day. Enjoy the uh, Pro-Am. Thank you. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk about our business. Uh, Tom Emmerich, Chief Operating Officer of ShoePan, one of the leading recyclers, keeping Michigan beautiful and also keeping a lot of businesses humming with those recycled products. When we come back, as we told you at the top of the show, uh, Oxford High School shooter Ethan Crumbly is facing a judge today for what could be three days of very emotional hearings. Uh, before his sentencing. The question being, does he deserve life without parole, or is that an inappropriate sentence for someone who was only 15 years old when he uh, committed this horrid crime? We'll get some uh, legal analysis from Todd Flood next on JR Afternoons here on Newstalk 760.